This is Two Shy Guys a Mile High. So, vertical integration is when black people come together, they get their mindset together, they get their empowerment culture together, then they have an actual vision, a group vision to go mm -hmm. somewhere, you need some type of direction. The third thing is ethno-aggregation, so we as black people need to get together in our own communities so we can thrive and survive on ourselves. Well, but the only way we're going to do that is we got to be able to trust each other. Yep. And we got to be able right. to learn from and each other. And that hits into the next and last point, and that's that vertical integration. And that's where I said, like, as black people, we cannot be fighting the same fight as poor white people. Like, it's not about that, because that leads into thinking that if one rises up, Somebody and I think lose. that somebody missing out instead of let's, yeah. let's all, all work together. together. And yeah. it's black yeah. folks versus everybody. And I'm not saying that in the negative way. Like, we going to war with everybody. It's no. like us versus everybody. It's like it's we need to look though. out for yeah. ourselves but at the end of the day yeah. so we don't end up with the scraps. Because the more we try to align with different causes, we're going to get fed off the scraps. Bro, mm -hmm. it's, it's deeply rooted, though. Right? You know what I'm saying? It goes back to gener generations of this is your worth, right? And you thinking that I gotta compete with the next guy just to just to even survive, right? I mean, go back to slavery times, right? It was, you know, you had the house nigga, the field nigga, all that, and it's the same culture, the same African black culture, whatever you want to call it, there, right? But they got to compete, like, mm -hmm. and that system has been still in place. Well, I'm competing with my fellow man for just the right to sit at the table where everybody should be equal anyway. To this day, to this day, it's still it's just it's to this it's, day, it's <laughs> to this day. But I'm saying it's, it's deep in the culture though. And it's like like and then like like social media don't make it that much better because sure. now you're getting a snapshot because of Because you're seeing it right, right. in front of your but eyes. But it ain't the and, truth and, though. And, and, you, and it just gets to the point where everybody wants to one up each other instead of yeah. just wanting to win. Yeah, everybody should want to win. Man. But you know what? We shall overcome. Hey, that's hey. a great segment. That is the topic. Of <laughs> that's the topic of today. We're talking about overcome. We had some other previous episodes in this series about change. So first, we talked about change itself. Then we talked about what we thought was the second stage was adapting, and now we're talking about overcoming. Man, whoo! Like that's a that's a different intro. I like that because <laughs> we just kind of just caught ourselves talking about some things, and it just segued into into that. But man, you you gotta understand your history, though, right? Yeah, you gotta understand where you started from you got to understand where you at now and you got to understand where you're trying to go because if you don't if you don't know those those times in your life or those places where i have to grow or i'm not going to i'm not going to succeed you're just not going to go anywhere so so speaking about overcoming how do you break through from from you know i have to change i know the steps i have to do i'm taking those steps but when you really get to the end of that and you overcome the adversity, if you will, or the challenge. Whoever said progress was a slow process wouldn't talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. hey, hey that's a throwback. Go ahead, man. For man, real. But just, uh, and I think it all starts off with like um, a lot of the stuff that we see is just put in front of our eyes and stuff. And, and we don't do enough with our ears, man. We just got to listen and learn. Mm-hmm about 
history and what, what happened before us because we got to know exactly what happened on the story to figure out how we can mold ourselves into how we keep continue to progress because we as a black community, a black family, we got to be able to adapt to mm-hmm. different situations and change our mind of thinking, our frame of thinking because it's all about uh, everybody uh, helping each other out instead of one up in somebody. I just feel like a lot of people get caught up with the fact that everything is just looking at everything as a competition when it doesn't have to be that way. Wow. And then it's just like, you know, it's the, it's the, is it the crab pot? Mm-hmm. Everybody pulling each other down mm-hmm. so that they can pull themselves up instead of just working as a unit mm-hmm. and all pushing each other up, knowing that we all get to the finish line together. Right. And I just feel like that's a, that's another thing that the, for the black community to overcome as a whole, we got to be able to lend that helping hand instead of just saying like, up. I got it first lift up. or I got it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, everybody, I mean, of course, you know, money, you know, it runs the world and stuff, but we also got to think about family and our lineage because without wow. that, that is no reason, you know what I'm saying? We got to have support the future, your kids, you know what I'm saying? Your family, you just got to be able to have these things in order to get through the situation. Yes, and, sir. And, and, and you need that type of brethren here with you to help build you up and help you into that person because it, it takes more than just one. Exactly. Especially when you, you just You said a don't lot know. of powerful stuff right there, brother. Yes. I hope people got that. Especially when you don't know. Right, like, but that's go, tying it back to history. You got to know where you where you've been to to know where you're going, or at least have an idea. So, you 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 hit that man, and and the the synergy that is needed between just everybody. I mean, Black America for sure, but everybody, man, just getting off that high horse of like, oh, it's either me or you. It's not that, you know. Why can't it be us? You know what I'm saying? Why can't we go to that next level, right? And I think that's the 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 whole crux of this of this podcast, man. Like. We could keep all this knowledge to ourselves, but we know we've been through some things, and and people listening might be wondering, like, man, how did y'all get through that? So, so now yeah. she's talking about you know been through some things. So how did you? How do you overcome any like bad decisions that you make? Mm. Sure. How do you overcome <laughs> some bad decisions you make, man? You just gotta overcome them by acknowledging them mm. and moving forward. Because the more you dwell on it, the more you think about it, the more it's going to get into your psyche, and the more you're going to believe that that bad decision defines you. Mm. And First step it, yeah. is admitting that you got a problem. For real. <laughs> For real, hey. you got to admit that you got a problem. Because wow. if you really, and at the standpoint with that, too, is like, the more you start to think about it, you believe the things, because we yeah. believe all of our thoughts. And mm-hmm. once that starts getting to our head, it's like, man, I can't overcome this bad decision. Mm-hmm. And I know this, and I'm very well... First in this topic, because I am not the best at dealing with bad decisions and failures, but I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. And part of launching this podcast and getting our messages out there is to let people know about our personal struggles. So I've had decisions where it's like, okay, it's not the best relationship thing that I did or holding on to a situation where I shouldn't have or hmm. not made the right business move or job move. But the more you think about what you're not doing instead of just doing Man, you're going to just get you, caught in the past instead out. of shaping and forming your future. You you missing out and you dwelling on things that that you that is out of your control at that point. Only thing you can do is is look at it for what it was. It was a learning opportunity. You're you're alive and well. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know, mentally alive as well and and you can learn from that. It's That's a lot it. of things that we can be thankful for every day that we take for event. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We take it out with a grain of salt. Like, you know what I'm saying? One thing is just be, you know, be, being alive another day. You know what I'm saying? You just got to wake up and bless them. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Every now and then, and you know what I'm saying? Just just like you said, just realizing that, that something's going on and acknowledging that because you can put it, you know what I'm saying? You can think that something's not happening or everything's okay where it's really eating, eating at you. Right, eating at you. Right. And it's tearing you up and it, it's getting you knocked off your psyche or your uh, your normal foundation. So, you know what I'm saying? You have a stable foundation and the wall crumbles, right? right? Yeah, not only have a stable foundation, you're coming from a place of abundance. If you're feeling like you bless all the time just because you simply woke up, just simply because you can put clothes in your back and eat some food, you're not going to be pulling other your fellow brother down. Mm-hmm. Because you're coming from a place where you already feel like you have something. So if you already feel that you have something and there is more for you, you don't feel like you need to pull the next person down. Yeah, yep. And that's a, I mean, that's a tough topic, man. You know, especially just looking at like your your own self, right? Like, because we can look at other people's bad decisions. I mean, you know, presidential <laughs> decisions that have, that have that have rippled. I mean, we won't go into into a political discussion, but I'm saying those decisions they can have lasting consequences, right? If if you don't mm-hmm. think about it thoroughly. But if we're talking about bad decisions personally, like you said, I mean, ownership of it, I think, is the first step, right? Just saying, you know, hey, I. That might not have been the best, the best use of my my mental power there. I, I messed up. Okay, how do I go forward? And and I think, you know, we've talked about this throughout the the the, the series. Change is an evolution, right? And and overcoming is the last piece of it. Maybe you know, uh, not the final, but the last piece that you need to kind of maintain that level of sanity. Like, hey, I I'm gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fall. But those like like my my, my friend here says. Those those decisions are not going to define you unless you let them define you. So, so really overcoming your own personal biases or own personal expectations that might be too high, coming from like other sources, like just growing up a certain way. There might have been expectations on you to do something, and you, you know what I'm saying, and you felt pressure from from other sources. But like now, you're you're grown, hopefully, or you're or you're growing into a person that you're going to become. You're gonna have some. You're gonna have to own up to it, and you're gonna have to go like, man, look. I, and I think it's about how do like, I get through that, you know? And and, and as I, as we talk about overcoming, one of the things that you do is that you know what I'm saying after you acknowledge that there is something going wrong, be, being able to forgive because a lot of people mm-hmm. keep things you know pent up and and yes, sir. you know the pressure burst pipes. So you know what I'm saying being able to you know forgive things and forgive things for forgive people for situations that happen, forgive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just talk to yourself, have a conversation with God, and just understand that you understand things happen, right. and you just got to be able to adapt, and that's the whole purpose. And that's how I think that it ties together with the adaptation portion of it. It's just like it's got to be connected. Yes, sir. So maybe one of y'all two can take this next question that I do have. You hit on about forgiveness of people. How do you overcome people, and how do you overcome people that you feel like are trying to pull you down, whether it be because they don't like you, maybe they don't like the color of your skin, Maybe I don't like the waves. Maybe I don't like your fraternity. Yeah. Yo, to the nukes. But how do you overcome <laughs> other people that just really try to just pull you down? Wow. And, and go mob. Hold on. <laughs> just, he, just, he just came me going like that. Uh, but no, I, um, man, that's, that's, that's a tough one. And, and I think that it also um, starts with, you know what I'm saying? forgiving people because i don't feel like you know what i'm saying and it, for me personally i don't feel like everybody's always at the right mental state so people mm. sometimes go up on with they they react based off instinct and they don't take time to actually think because i'm a i'm an analytical type of person man i mm-hmm. like to think and process things yes, sir. and i might not give you an answer right away but i'm thinking about it i might be looking at you 
funny, but I'm thinking about what you asked me. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking into consideration, I want to give my actual thoughts on how how I feel to you, right, and then right. to let you be able to be receptive to that and take it how, how you feel. So mm-hmm. I feel like you know what I'm saying everybody's not out to hurt you. I understand things happen, so I wouldn't say I'm like. You know what I'm saying? Super open to just be like, hey, anybody do me wrong and it's right. all good. But it's just you, like, you, you know, got a sweet. I remember things, but I, you know, I forgive people, man. It's, it's you just got situations. a certain level of maturity there. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you get it because you're human and you've gone through some things yourself. Mm-hmm. And you just want people, and let me not speak for you, but if I if I can just sum it up, you you want people to really just understand you as a person, accept you for you, because you're giving them the same benefit of the doubt. Like, I know you're going through something, you might not be trying to jap out at me or or or, or nah, jap. you know what I'm saying like just, you know what I'm saying you yeah, might not be trying to just 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 come at me with Chicago the lip service and yeah, just jap out I mean Chicago shout out for sure but you're not trying to you're not trying to jap it's it's, it's one of them days like you just call me on a bad day and you get that people have bad days so overcoming some of that and forgiving them up front like if you come at me sideways and you ain't really trying to hurt me then I, I can I can matrix that thing. I can just kind of let that just roll off my shoulder because like, maybe you just having a bad day. The whole thing is you gotta be you gotta be at peace with things. So it's mm-hmm. like like being able to have that release. Like if I feel like hey man, it's all good. I, I forgive you. I understand. Or I might say to somebody, hey, I forgive you. I never go forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm at peace with the situation. I thought about mm. it and I'm just like, okay, how did how did I learn from this? How did I grasp whatever knowledge that I learned mm. from this situation out? And yeah. then I'd be I'd be my own self, my yeah, own right. judge. So you don't coming have to, from a positive standpoint. Yeah, coming like, from a positive yeah. I'm I'm always trying to be positive with yes, things. Sir. You know what I'm saying? I understand like things happen, but you know what I'm saying? I I, I forgive, I don't forget. But you know what I'm saying? We but you know what I'm saying, it just might not be as cool as it was before if it's dealing with right, somebody right, right, or right, something right. like that. Because you, you got it. your you're human, like I said. You, yeah, I you, you don't, you don't, you don't but, let it, you don't let it eat you up inside. Yeah, exactly. And by being at peace with it, you know what I'm saying. I talk to, you know what I'm saying. Uh, being able to talk to the Lord, I just be, you know what I'm saying. I get to a point where I'm just like have a conversation. Hey, this is what's going on with me. I'm at peace with it. I feel okay about it. And I want to move on to the next part of my life. Right. So that's just how I deal with things, and that's because that's gonna weigh you down. It's yeah. gonna weigh you down. Yeah, all that, all that negativity got, is just a we got weight. shit coming from every direction, yes, man. Yes, sir. That's right. Being a black man, just yeah. growing up in America, we could, we got, <laughs> hey, you, we got stuff coming from every direction, bro. We man. gotta be able to defend ourselves. We bro. got stuff coming from every direction, like Soldier Bro. And we step out, I heard pow, 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 <laughs> and I grab my chain and pow. But every day is so tough and people need to be empathetic of that struggle and also need to realize that people need to understand you for you. That is one thing that I am noticing is just wrong in the world. I'm trying to get myself together <laughs> and making sure that I'm just trying to be 100 with who I am as a person so I can be myself to other people and they can understand me for who I am. It's easy. Not being it's easy. a form of myself or a social media form of myself. The more you are able to be yourself and stick to the script, you don't even have to switch nothing up. It's like if you just live your life, you just live your life. You don't have to worry about look, too much, thing, too look, many decisions. Look, you need to look, look, the script. Let me, let me, can I, let me, let me, let me, let me interject here. And, and I mean, I'm loving this, man, because this is real. Like you got to, when you yourself, man, it, it just, things just seem to kind of flow, right? It's like you don't have to second guess a lot of stuff. Like I think that's where when people say I got in the flow with something like it's just unconscious you know like just it would hoop it right when the basket's like so wide like you're like man i'm hitting 16 out of 16 you know if you can get to that point in your life i think that's where you're in your sweet spot you're like i'm content with all the naysayers that's going to be there I, whatever 
I'm content mm. with at peace with at it. peace with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they gonna come. It's no way. But why are you gonna let that stop you from 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 walking in your true purpose? Right? You know what I'm saying? That's the definition of really happiness. Right? Mm-hmm. Understanding who you are as a person, the value you bring not only to yourself but to the others around you, and and being that spark that can kind of get people it moving in the right direction. I heard another person say they said if you were on the way to the store and got stopped by a red light, what would you do? I keep going after the green light. So why can we not do that in our own lives? Why do we feel like hmm. somebody's stopping me? Oh, I'm going to turn around and go home. It ain't meant for me. Hmm. Oh, I got No, you got to keep pushing. You want that food? Keep pushing. Be patient. Yeah. Patience. Patience. Hey, no, but I do got to... I, I want to hear your thoughts on this, Dub B. Uh, so, like, how do you over... How do you deal with... How, how does overcoming... How do you overcome things at work? How do I overcome things mm. at work? Because I know it's a challenging thing being in, you know what I'm saying, being in the STEM field, just engineering background, yeah. and dealing with things that, that change on the fly every day. We're dealing with a very uh, a varying environment. It's difficult dynamic. dynamic. Super dynamic. Super Ambiguous. Dynamic. I use all the buzzwords. Yeah, you know, it's... it's you, you, you don't know. You don't know what the that day gonna no give. Buzzword. You, <laughs> you, you don't know. You tried to floss with ten of them real quick. You don't know. <laughs> I think that the easiest way to overcome a bad decision is to make people forget about the bad decision. So if you take that in, you take that as like, all right, that did not work. I need to switch up the script and do something different and do something productive that outshines what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. You can propel yourself into the next yeah. steps and saying, okay, we kind of forgave that. But it, it takes a lot of work to do that because you can be super critical in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also people at work that don't want to see you succeed, so it's mm-hmm. a little bit... Um, they don't like you because you're a black man want to speak up and and you're very sure of yourself. So now they're going to make you look like you're the argumentative person, wow, like yeah. you're the problem, mm-hmm. those microaggressions too. So you got to all weigh that in too and just say... That's just feedback at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yes, the results do speak for themselves, but how can you use that from a positive mentality and make a better decision next time? And I think that is some of the struggle that we probably are dealing with. I think that as black people, as black women in these engineering STEM fields, we are dealing with companies that are over 100 years old. They're used to doing things a certain type of way. Wow. So It's hard for them to change. Man. One, even from the industry standpoint, it's hard for them to change. But two... You may be the first black person in life that had told them they are wrong and this is what they need to do and they have to listen or to you. Or the first black person that they've ever led. Woo. You see what I'm saying? Like, like just too. being honest with you, like, I, at the senior level, I'm, I don't think it's too many people that have led African-American guys. You know what I'm saying? Let alone minorities. And it's like, it's interesting because I, I'm, I'm assuming the higher you go up, the more political pressure you're under. Um, just because you're just responsible for more people, like I'm assuming. Obviously, I'm not at a senior, super high VP level, but if it's meant for me, I'll be there. But you got to look at the situations. Like, if if you've never dealt with an African-American person at a senior level coming from a different industry, how do you set them up for, for success, right, in there? You know, if like you I said, want to. if you want to, right? If but but, you but, but the change is tough like, because they don't even know... They, they don't even know what questions to ask to get the system in place. And I think that's the, the disconnect that techs are, tech, tech companies are having. They don't know what questions to ask, or they don't want to ask them in the way that's, that's going to get to the real problem. It's gonna, yeah. We're going to skirt around it and just kind of fill and check this box. When we really need to look at the situation, you, you got to go and get and understand 
what you don't understand. Like, yeah. don't make assumptions by these analytics. You gotta analytics is one way to look at it, but you gotta go ask the questions physically. Get in there, talk to people. I want to know what, what, what drives you as an African American male. How can I help you be successful? And I don't know if we're having those conversations. And it's hard to overcome yeah. and change if you're not willing to own up and accept those. Because the numbers right? be lying. If you really know and do your math right, you can make a chart say whatever you wanted to do to make a false assumption happen and be like all right this is the conclusion we need to make because there's biases through that too so that's also why we want to encourage people to get into the stem field because if we're not in the room when they're making these algorithms or these decisions and social biases control our destiny the system's going to proliferate from the physical world to the digital world so i think we need to be behind that a little bit (laughs) wow damn man and just because like a lot of a lot of things and because we work in such a dynamic field uh, just having people on board that's actually receptive to the knowledge that's being spit out there. Like you said, you can fluctuate the numbers to say whatever you wanted to say. And if you got a good person talking, they can sell that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So being able to be in a field where we can understand what's going on and are knowledgeable about the field so we can actually, because we can change things right now. And I feel like mm-hmm. we got to the point where like our knowledge, our, like our knowledge span is enough that we can succeed, and we just need to if we if we pull it all together and actually hone in on it, mm-hmm. we can make something happen as a as a as a as a global in, in a global way yeah, for just like the black culture, man. Yeah, man, that's a you know we start because just together, just a, man. the three different like we to, three totally different people, mm-hmm. three totally different. But we're here, you know, what I'm saying all speaking up all, you know, saying one subject each time. Every time that we come in here and have this podcast and this session, we come in here and we bring all our thoughts together about one specific topic and we yeah. branch it out in three different ways, and, right. or, or maybe even more. You know, what yeah. I'm saying it starts with this, this, this is like a tree diagram, it just right. keeps expanding. The power, collaboration, and the right. think tank. No, but I think that's that's what it is. I mean. And, and 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 these topics are obviously near and dear to our heart, you know what I'm saying? Because we we can't get anywhere without overcoming. I mean, if you look at the, the our race, man, I mean, we've gone through so much, and obviously we've overcome a lot, and we still have a lot of things to. The marathon to do. continues, but Rest honestly, for real, we got to we got to keep pushing, and we got to keep that grit about us, and keep going because obstacles are going to happen, and we got to keep overcoming that, man. And. and yeah, go ahead, P. I didn't mean to cut you off. Like, uh, so I know in every episode we actually uh, define what overcoming is, and the definition for overcoming is succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty to surmount. Wow. And we always like to end off the show giving some black history fact what we got today. Man, my head hurt. I ain't going to say this fact no more, but real talk, <laughs> I'm going to say this out of respect for the person and not the team. So we're going to talk about somebody who plays for the Seattle Seahawks. He's a linebacker. His name is Shaquem Griffin. Shaquem was born July 20th, 1995. But one unique thing about him, he was born a twin, but he was also born with ambiotic hand syndrome, band syndrome, so I apologize. It causes fingers on his left hand to not fully develop. So what happened is that he was about to amputate his own arm off. His mama walked into the house, saw him about to amputate his arm, and she's like, what are you doing? So they took him to a doctor because he was saying that was giving him so much pain. That's what he wanted to do. They amputated his hand at the age of four. He still continued playing sports with his twin brother, going on to UCF to play football there, being very successful. All with, you know, one hand that's normal, one hand that has an amputated hand. And then he balled out at the combine. He had 20 reps in the bench Same press, man. and he set the record at the NFL combine for the 40 time. 
four linebackers, and then he was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks in the fifth round. Man, that is overcome right there. He did not stop. Wow. He's and he has so many things that were in front of him, so many obstacles to hurdle. Right, mm-hmm. right. Literal he, obstacles to hurdle. Man. Literal. But and he didn't let that stop a while. He overcame, man. Yeah, definitely overcame. So he is a testament to a lot of great causes, and just as a person, the he can touch it. That's powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out he, to the Griffin brothers. Man. Shout out to man, the Griffin for brothers, real, for real. Man. And shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all listening, man. For real. Yeah. yeah. This two shot guys, I'm out high. We out. We out. Yeah. Yeah.